Um, that is uh, that is about a chapter that talks about uh, the what I call the Corinthian catastrophe, the Corinthian confusion, uh, the Corinthian con controversy, and lastly the Corinthian. Uh, oh, there was there was a few of them there. Anyways, um, that is your last day church right there, and that's where you can see it. And, and Sister Kerry, forgive me when I use this word, but because these guys understand the terminology, your uh, your charismatic movement. Those are the boys. Those are the boys right there. I know you do. That's why I love you. I sense that in your spirit. Um, Yep, and, and, well, and you know why, right? And it's what I keep telling you guys, all of it, and you will come full cycle on this, trust me, is that it is because they've rejected the Word of God. And uh, and the corruption that's in them, it comes from corrupted Bibles, and I know you guys don't understand that. I know I need to, I'm almost tempted, I was almost tempted to bring in a book uh, to give you um, by Gail Ripplinger, and maybe I have her clip on the phone, but um, until they get right on that, they will get run, not 100% right on anything else. And, and, and I don't think people understand the magnitude of what that is. Uh, God will put up a lot of mess, but what he won't put up with is messing with that book. And they have. It stood uh, for 300 to 400 years, gave us the greatest revivals, gave us the greatest missionaries, literally, and then all of a sudden, as the turn of the century, when the Laodicean Church Age began, uh, that's when we introduced uh, to our colleges and to our preachers um, the American Standard Version, following suit from England, which we had done just years earlier, the Revised Standard Version, and began to corrupt. Um, I have a, a Johnny, uh, you have her email, right? Can you send her a lamp in the light, a light, in, a lamp in the darkness? One and two. Yes. And then Bridge to Babylon. Bridge to Babylon. And when you see when you see this movie, this this movie, if you'll go through it faithfully, was it two hours? Two hours. Maybe three. Thirty-six minutes. Yep. I've watched it a handful of times. Yep. You. Yeah. This this documentary, uh, I promise you, will save you literally. A year of 40-hour work weeks studying this issue on the King James Bible will solve it within, within six hours. And when you see it, I'm telling you, you're going to be horrified. You will sit there and you say, oh my God, what, what have I how, could I, how could I have not seen this? And at that point in time, you'll realize when you go to Jeremiah 23, he, he nails, he puts the rag on the bush. He said, you have perverted my words. And, and what's happened is it's not. Uh, I just, and I wish I could have the tape. I've got it someplace of Dr. Logston. Do you know who Dr. Logston is? He was a godly pastor. Hey, brother. Hey, you guys can sit over here if you want. Yeah, no, no, they, yeah, well, we got, got two seats here. Right over here on this side. Guys, I don't know where we're going, where we're going today. Trust me, I, I, I've, got a, I've got a bucket load of stuff up here. 
but I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to need your prayers for me to get across everything because, um, where's, where's my phone? Oh, um, do I have a phone? I had a phone. Do I have a phone? Oh, <laughs> it's getting bad, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's getting bad. It's getting bad. Honey, have you seen my glasses? <laughs> you know, <laughs> have you, I can't find them. <laughs> so, anyways, um, who just went out? Uh, oh, Ronnie. Um, So you got me up. Wow. Okay, you set me back. Oh, did it die? Okay. Okay. Why aren't you moving? Oh, it helps if you plug it in, right? <laughs> um, what's that? Oh. I love this guy, man, so much. You have no idea. You have no idea. Wine is a mocker, a brawler. Yeah, I, yeah, it's Proverbs 20. 20. Yeah. All right. Right hand corner? Oh, oh, okay. And we're looking for our personal hotspot. There it is, right there, Philadelphia. And I'll let you guess the password. He just set me up. Um, and I, I just, I get upset with myself because you had to have known me in the prime years uh, that um, I was such an intense man in anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just... Uh, and, I've been, and it's just like everything, the Lord has just trimmed everything out that I'm just, I told my wife, I said, I'm a one-book man. I, I can do nothing else. And um, with that said, um, I'm trying to get, uh, how's uh, Catherine doing? Any better? Oh, praise God. She says our prayers will answer. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. See, you guys have never met. I, like I told you, there's a century of Christian life and living over there at the Azaleas. You have to meet these people, the Franks and the Anns and the JC and the Catherines, and you've met Phyllis, and there's some just godly, godly people that I love, and uh, uh, they're, they're what I call my air support. What do you mean by that? My prayer support. Because uh, Catherine is, is just all like this, and she just... But she prays. And, uh, and you talk about miracles. Uh, let me tell you, Benny Hen has got nothing on me. You've seen it. 
a joke. I know. I know. Yeah, you and got we'll, $50 bills on you, probably. Uh, it's probably. Uh, I leave my wallet in the car when I, uh, no, it's just, <laughs> um, and, and you guys have to, you know, why, 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 do I need to do something here? not letting me oh okay um, okay let's uh, let's let's pray father we thank you Lord for this morning and as I struggled all morning Lord with just so much and how do I do it in such a short time and I pray Lord uh, that you just again as you do every time we meet uh, speak through me and I pray Lord that uh, the word uh, the message would not come in word only, but in power and in the Holy Ghost and much assurance. People are confused. People are trying to discern uh, where this nation is going, what's happening right now. And I pray, Lord, that you'll just give us uh, illumination uh, by thy word and by thy spirit exactly what's going on. Help us to know, as I've uh, quoted so often, just like the sons of Issachar, that we would understand the times. They knew and understood the times and knew what to do. Christians do not know what to do. And as Paul, as I was reading and studying, Lord, uh, he said that there's, uh, unless a trumpet makes a certain sound, uh, people don't know what to do, Lord, and uh, they're confused. And there's so many trumpets sounding. And I pray, Lord, that you just would give clarity this morning. And as if you always have done, Lord, just... Um, just refresh these people's hearts and bless them, Lord, feed them and help them to be what you need them to be, what you need us all to be at this hour. And we pray now for our president and for this country. I know what's coming, Lord. You've already shown me. And I just pray, Lord, that you'll just uh, help us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, it's not coming up, but I mean, there's a reason for that. Um, how many saw uh, any of the... Um, uh, the Senate hearing uh, committee meeting yesterday with uh, Zuckerberg, not Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, and um, and uh, Jack Dorsey, Twitter. How many saw? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's your deal right there. And um, boy, that that um, Congress per, uh, senator from um, uh, Missouri. Who? No, that's Mark Lee. That's from uh, uh, Utah. Or, yeah, Utah. Um, Holly? Holly. Yeah, Josh Holly. Boy, that guy, if they don't get him out of the way or, or cause him to fall somehow, uh, he is going to be. Yes, he, he will be a force to be reckoned with. And um, messing with us, huh? And the reason I'm. I'm how do you do that? Okay. Um, what's that, brother? No, I use Okay. See, see all the emails I have. See, this is my my file folder. There's, uh, you can see here the Philadelphian Labor email. That's uh, where I send out to guys, and, get, and this is where you sent me the other day. So I'm going to sign into here. Um, No, this is, a, this is important. I mean, what, what she sent me was important because Johnny knows. I talked to him last week about it. I'm sitting here the day after the election, and, and like I said, I, I don't listen to YouTube. I don't listen to these guys because I know they're so off that it's not even funny. Uh, they're as confused as, uh, 
a mentally challenged group of Chinese in the Chinese fire drill. And, and, and I'm, I'm serious. And, uh, and I'm trying to be kind. But I, I'm coming down to the point where I have to come like Paul says, and he says that in, in that very chapter about prophets and the church. He said, if any man be ignorant, just be ignorant. Get away from me, you know? Because people, you, you don't understand. Peoples, they're blind. That is the latest number one characteristic that came out of Jesus' mouth. Because thou sayest thou art rich, and knowest not thou art blind. And that is the horrible problem, medically, spiritually speaking, that the Laodicean church has today, is it is blind. It does not see correctly. And you know why? Because they're not in the book, and they're listening to these idiots, believing these false spirits, and... That's crying out the Lord. So I can't unblind them, Lord. I can't unblind them. What do I do? I can't unblind them. I can't. And, and, and you have no idea that I'm, I'm like what 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 the Lord says in, in Jeremiah 23. He said, "I shake like a drunken man. My bones, uh, you know, for over these prophets." And people don't realize what what they're doing to you. The end result. And I can't unblind you. Only God can do that. And all I can do is give you knowledge and pray for you. And I'm not just saying, like, if I'm, I'm not hitting anybody here, I'm not meaning to in that area. And like, my, I just said, if you throw a rock and a pack of dogs, the one that yelps got hit. <laughs> all right, that's, there's your message. Um, with that said, but I can't unblind people. They don't realize. Let me ask you a question. Paul warns about false prophets. Jesus warned about false prophets. Where are they? Exactly. <clears throat> he talks about those who will come in, in the spirit of Antichrist. There's the spirit of Antichrist working signs and wonders. And Where are they? They're in your charismatic movement. But you have no sense to see that. Where, point to any nation. Point to any group. Point to any church to me where they're at. They're right in front of your face, and you can't see it. That's a word from the Lord. And, you know, you say, well, what do we do? Get back in the book. That's where it is. I will take you to where I, you guys have known this. I've preached it for three or four years before you guys already knew the prophecy that the Lord gave me. What I get from the Lord, I get through the scriptures. I don't go by impressions. I don't go by thoughts. I don't go by feelings. I stay in the book. You want to know why? Because the things I pray every day when I open my Bible is this. Lord, I start with John 14 where he says, I have many things to tell you, but you can't hear, you know, receive them yet. And I say, Lord, are there things that you've not been able to tell me that you can tell me now? I do that. God's my witness. And then I pray, okay, Lord, I said, um, you said that you'll give us the spirit of truth. I've got the word of truth. Seven times spirit of truth mentioned. Seven times the word of truth mentioned. They match. The two going together. Two sides of a coin. Two sides of a two-edged sword. Amen. And with that said, um, then I pray, okay, Lord, you said he guide me in all truth. I don't want to be deceived. Above everything, I'd rather die than be deceived. And then I said, number two, he said he will, uh, he will only, he will not speak of himself. 
Oh, the Holy Ghost told me. The Holy Ghost told me. He won't speak of himself. That ought to put terror in every charismatic person on the face of the earth. He will not speak of himself. He said, but what he hears of me, he will relate to you. Read it. You need to be careful. And then the third thing uh, in that passage, he says, then he said, and I will show you things to come. That's where I get it from. But it's not coming through a 900-foot Jesus standing at the foot of my bed. It's not an angel. It's not me dying and going into third heaven. No way. I read the scriptures, and then, then the illumination comes through that. And only that. And so, well, how does that work? Well, it's, it goes by what um, the phrase says, and it was written and done, thus from the scripture, from the prophet, being interpreted, being interpreted. And that's what the scripture comes. Now, I gave you that uh, paper, the quote from, from Pastor Robinson, who was the sending pastor of our pilgrim forefathers. And he told them, he said, now don't be deceived and, 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 and miss this. He said, God's got further. He used the word revelation for you when you get to the new land. It was a new thing. They didn't know there was no Bible. It was a new land. It was a new thing. That man was very wise because on there was a man by the name of John Winthrop who became the first governor of Massachusetts who also, when they landed, said that this is going to be a city on a hill, a light, a shining city on a hill. He got that from the Bible. Are you following me? Well, where did he get that from? He's probably reading Matthew and he sees, sees Jesus say that. He says, this is what this is. And it has been for 244 years. No nation on the face of the earth has ever done what America has ever done. You don't see the parallel between Israel and America. I've showed you guys. I've showed you. The difference is God chose Israel and America in 1620 chose God. And God blessed that and he honored that. And what we don't see is that God has a very special place in prophecy in, in the end time events for America. And I've showed you the verses. I know where he is. I had a guy, they said, well, you know, they just don't know where America is. I said, I beg to differ with you. He said, I know where, God, where America is. And, and, you know, why don't you, preacher? You've got the most powerful nation, the greatest nation on the face of the earth, and you don't know where America is in your Bible? Are you kidding me? That man has not done his job. He's not studied to show himself approved unto God. I spent an entire year in 1980 at my own expense to search that one subject out. I know where she's at. Everything that came out of that meeting, uh, that, 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 uh, that sabbatical has come to true, has come to pass. I'm, I'm telling you, the, the, the thesis out of that was the great Christian American patriot's dilemma. I keep saying that phrase. Do you understand the, the, the importance of that? Is that I knew there was coming a time that basically we'll be standing at this moment look on this hill looking and seeing what we're seeing right now. We're here. You say, well, how does that have to do with what we're seeing right now? It has everything to do with what we need to know what's happening right now. Is America, God done with America? Is God done with Donald Trump? 
Now we see our rights being taken away, and you're told you better not have more than six people at your home for Thanksgiving. And don't you dare be singing. So the great Christian patriot American dilemma is do we fight now or do we sit back, lay down, and take it and roll us over? Do you see what I'm saying? I knew that 22 years ago. Why haven't your preachers been telling you what's coming? Why have they not prepared you? They should have. If they have not, then they've, they've not done their job and they should be fired. Correct. Correct. Do you know what they are? I'll tell you what they are. I'll tell you exactly what they are. Isaiah 56 says, His watchmen are blind. That's a latest in trait. You can't see it. They are ignorant. Stupid. They've not started. I shouldn't say stupid. That's a different category. But they're ignorant of the scriptures. Number three, they are dumb dogs. Dumb. Ever had a dumb dog? Have you ever had a dumb dog? I mean, <laughs> and, and, he, and look at what it says. Watch this. That can not bark. They cannot bark. Someone's outside your window in the middle of night, and that dog's not barking. Some people have dogs you know, that that guy would break the key in like that, and he'd go in, and the dog would <laughs> you know, that's your modern-day hireling preacher today. And that's why I said I've had two phone calls this week. People very upset. One of them, Tory, very upset, livid. I, can't, I don't know if I can get into this church anymore. His eyes are opening. I've been dealing with him for a while. He says, what's wrong with these people? What's wrong with these preachers, these teachers? I can't take it anymore. All right, the, the country is on the brink of disaster, and the pulpits are silent. Silent. Dumb dogs that cannot bark. They cannot bark. Love it. Lying down, loving to slumber. Let me tell you something. One thing I ever refuse to be is a lazy preacher. I've been drawing off God's coffers before. I've been in the ivory tower. I know how easy it can become to be very lazy. And when you start becoming lazy and you become undisciplined, then you don't get up and you don't pray, you don't read, and you don't study like you're supposed to. I've seen it. I've lived it. I know exactly. I know, I know the craft. I know it well. But I refuse to be a lazy preacher. I refuse to be a lazy preacher, and that's why I stay and study hard. I don't say these things to brag and to, if you look at me, as, oh, wow, he spends 11, 12 hours. No, I don't say that. I'm just saying I'm working, man. I'm working. I'm working hard. And, and, um, and so with that said, with, with Donald Trump in regards to that, we're at a point right now, and I'll tell you where it's at, and this dear brother that you, you refer to, I, I'm not going to criticize him, but he's, he's bringing all these people and these talking heads 
And uh, this prophet is saying this one, and this prophet is saying anything, and that's why I concluded the email is God's not the author of confusion. And what you have to understand about prophets, what does the Bible say about a prophet? Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14 that he said the, uh, that the, the, the spirit of the, uh, I don't want to hack it up, I don't want to hack it up, uh, is subject to the, uh, God is not the author of confusion, um, where it says that um, the, uh, the spirit of the prophet is subjected unto himself. Notice in your King James Bible, it has a little s. A little s. Do you know what that means? It's not the Holy Spirit. And that's, now you see what I'm trying to tell you? Is that basically these men are subject to their own spirits, their own whims. Are you following me? And so with that said, uh, because when a man speaks, he's coming out of either three um, sources. Exactly. That source, prophesying in the power of Balaam, like the Lord accused those false prophets. That's the devil. And he can do that. Seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, 1 Timothy 4.1. Another Jesus, another gospel, another spirit. You see what I'm saying? Or number two, uh, he's speaking out of his own spirit or he's speaking under the direct inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And um, that's important to, to, to understand that. And that's why you hear me pray all the time, Lord, don't let the message come in word only. If it's in word only, it's just a man speaking. It's, it's just the spirit of man. But if I'm begging God to speak through me and, and to, to put his unction on, on the message, then what I'm doing, I'm calling him into to speak through me, the inspiration. How do you guys explain that each time we sit, we sit for two and a half, three hours? Can your pastor, can your pastor, can your pastor, can your pastor sit there and get away with pulling off three hours at a Sunday morning sermon? No. Something is happening here every time we show up together. God, is, there's no time. I am. He's always in the present. And what he does is just, he just suspends it. And so we go three hours like we did last week, and we say, oh, my God, it's three and a half hours. We're sitting here, and it felt like 45 minutes. That's not me, gentlemen. That's God. That's his presence of his spirit with us. And people don't see it. I can't blind you. People can't see it. So where we're at right now, first of all, the number one sign Jesus gave when he, he was asked what was to be the sign of his return, and I will keep saying this if I have to say it every single time, was what? No, uh, that was the sign. You're right. But the first sign that came out of his mouth, he gave a list of signs, but the first one out of his mouth in verse 4 was, take heed, no man deceive you. And he said it not once, but four times. For he said in the last time in verse 24 that there would be such deception that if it were possible would be deceived the very elect. We, uh, we were this yesterday and, and I'm angry. I'm angry because for how many years have I been sitting under different pastor's authority and I didn't know that this was going to happen? I should have been warned. Yep. And I can only speak for myself. And, I, and uh, reading the harbinger brings out you know, some emotions, yep. because, because I grieve for this country. I, I think, is there any hope at all? You know, we, we've just gone so far away from God, the American church doesn't know or doesn't care that people need to be told these things. 
you've seen the political charts I gave you, like on apathy and uh, all that stuff like that. You see, there's just so much that I've taught you folks. Like I said, you come in here, you get a historical lesson. You, you get a lot. And things that I, I'm, I most relish in the most is, here's these folks have been in the Lord for longer than I've been on the face of the earth. And I bring things about great preachers and things that they said and things they did, and they've never heard them before. And that amazes them. They've never heard me before. And that's because these preachers today have failed to do what God said. Make sure you tell this generation this, and then tell your children's children that they may tell their children's children, and they have failed to pass it on. Consequently, we've lost our roots. We've lost our way. And so... Um, with that said, in, in regards to, Lord help me, um, on, on where we're at right now is this, and I, I hope to get into a little bit of the prophetic word where I gave. <coughs> I said this in 2016. As most of you know the story, many people call, from, call me and ask me, who should I vote for, who like that? And I already told you this, guys, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but we're on, this is a recording thing, right? So people have not heard this. But I prayed. I sat on a 40-day fast and asked God to show me clearly because I knew we were at a, at a crossroads, a serious crossroads, and that uh, our nation would go on or it would be destroyed. And with that said, on the 10th day, I was reading um, Isaiah 44 and 45, and that's where I saw the Cyrus. Now watch. Through the scripture, I get my illumination or revelation. At that time, I sensed the interpretation being the Lord was given to me for this hour, the pattern was that Trump would be a Cyrus. Now that's long before Israel recognized that. That's all before the Bible code come out and said he's going to be a Cyrus. All before that. I said that long before that. And I said to the Lord, Lord, for me to teach this is I'm going outside the historical story here in the scriptures. And I don't want to do that unless you're telling me that this is a pattern of what's coming, of someone that's coming. And this is uh, Trump. And that's what I was getting. And I said, I need something. I need a sign. Well, I got two of them. Uh, uh, I did, brother. I don't ask much. I don't do that often. Uh, but it's such a serious thing of that. My voice, like I said, I don't want to be deceived. I do not want to deceive anybody else. I do not want to false, pass out false information. James, be ye not many masters, knowing we receive the greater condemnation. Do you imagine me sitting down near the Lord, scrutinizing uh, what I've taught and what I've said? I take that pretty serious, guys. And to the point where, as I'm coming in here this morning, my gut's roaring. I, I need your help, Lord. I, I don't have it within me, Lord. I, I, this is not, I can't do this. This is not for me. And I need your help. And I remember as a little kid preacher, I'd, I'd, they, I'd get ready for me to speak, and I'd go into the bathroom, and I'd be on the floor. This is when it was in the house when it was first starting. And I, I, I would sit there. I was, like, sick. I felt like I was going to, you know, go to the bathroom, you know. <laughs> and I, I, that's, that's how bad it was. You know, it wasn't like me walking away. Yeah, okay. All right, everybody. Look, at, look, look up here, you know. It wasn't that, man. It was fear, trembling, all that stuff. I mean, you, you want to feel fear? Okay, Johnny, next week you got the you got the Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a fearful thing to think about to speak before people and stuff like that. And I've never lost that. If somebody asked me, do you do you do you uh do you get fearful uh or nervous when you um uh walk in, in, in the pulpit or, or to speak before people? I said, No, I said I get nervous when I don't get nervous. Are you following me? 
or I get nervous when I don't get nervous. So I'm here trembling this morning before you, like Paul said, I, I, I tremble, you know, uh, with all that said. Um, so um, I said, to, I, I, and, and then that, I told you at 8 o'clock in the morning, um, a man called me who worked uh, and retired out of the city hall uh, of City, New York for 35 years. And uh, he retired there, started seven little home churches, Bible churches up there, and came down here. He actually was a speechwriter for Mayor Rudy Giuliani. And uh, he told me, he called me up and he says, ah, good morning, Brother Chris. I said, hey, good morning, Brother Bob, how you doing? And I figured he, he was going to ask me a Bible question or something like this. What do you think about this, like this? And I said, who are you going to vote for? And I said, oh, boy, Lord. <laughs> this guy is like a rabid, you know, Bible believer. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I said, this is it. I'm going to get, they're already giving me, a rash of garbage at the office, you know, that you're a preacher, you're a Christian, you're going to vote for Trump. And I said, well, I just feel that's where the Holy Spirit's leading me. And that's when I said to the fast. And he said, oh, man, he's rich. He's a playboy. You know, he lives ostentatiously. And, you know, how can you, you know, well, you know you're going to vote for Ted Cruz, right? Okay, sure. All right. He, he walks around and talks like he swallowed a Bible. But basically, man, something in my spirit is telling me something ain't right with this guy. So with that said, Bob's going to ask it. I'm going to get blasted right here, right now. This guy's 20 years older than me. And, uh, and he says, good choice, Brother Chris. I told him, Trump. He said, I know the family. They don't run with those people, those high elites and stuff like that. They stay with their family. They run with their workers. So they're good people. Besides that, he said, I funneled millions of dollars that they gave anonymously through the city hall to help people who were getting, losing their homes, to help people who had medical conditions. And he said, they're good people and uh and he says i know you know they got the he's got the gold pillars and stuff like that but i mean the guy's a billionaire you know and so with all that said um uh, i said okay thank you for that brother and and uh, good good word and i said okay lord there's the first confirmation that i've read on that now i said i need something else and instantly within me the word spoke didn't come out here from here didn't come in through here, didn't come in through here, but spoke within me. He said, to know that I've told you the, what, what I've shown you in Isaiah 44 and 45, Trump being a Cyrus, he said, it, in the election, it will be Pennsylvania that will give him the Electoral College vote that will bring him into presidency. That hadn't been done in my lifetime. It's always been Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio. Those are the states they all look at. And so with that said, I said, wow. So I had to hold on to that. I told people what the Lord told me. Uh, and, and I saw the thing to do it. Now, I, I, when we got to the election night, I wish I hadn't. I was starting to think, I wish I hadn't said anything. I'm going to be the biggest fool. They're going to, honey, lock the doors. They're going to come stone me in the morning. You know, because it, it wasn't looking that way. And so finally, I couldn't take it anymore. I, had to, I was holding it as long as I could. I said, I got to go to the bathroom. I started running down the hall. And it was at 3.30 in the morning. And all of a sudden, my wife said, come back, come back, come back. And I come running back, and there he is, Trump saying, thank you, Pennsylvania, for giving like that. And all of a sudden, my phone went off like Grand Central Station. And they said, you were right. How did you know? And it, that, I, that always puzzled me. How did you know? I told you how I knew. I didn't know until it would have to come to pass. So I come in the office the next morning. And the people, you know, were saying, how did you know? And I said, I told you how I know. And then they said, and then the words came out of one key man. He said, what now? Now listen very carefully what came out of my mouth. I had not premeditated this. I like this, but this is what came out of my mouth. I said, as it began America in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, 
And as the first president was sworn into office at his inauguration in New York City, so the last president that comes out of New York, and these words came out of my mouth, America, as we know it, will never be the same. Has that word come true? Absolutely. America, whether Trump is going to be put back in uh, and get the, the second term, or whether he doesn't, America is never going to be the same. And so in that, I, I will give you my mind. And my mind is this. There are two roads right here, and this is a good time to explain what these guys are saying. What really troubles me with a lot of these so-called prophets, and I would never put that, that title on myself, never, never. When the problem with Trump is that he is such a worldly, evil, carnal man, is basically what they're saying. Two wives, three wives, playboy. I'll give you one thing that I said to a preacher that called me this morning. Yeah, that was in the interjection, but I, had, I felt I had to pick it up. He's concerned. And I said, and with that said, same thing. Same thing. He's pride and arrogant and lifted up. Remember we talked about that? I will tell you what I see in that. I don't see pride and arrogant. I see a man who has done more for this country than any president has ever done. And all he is looking for, like I would do in my life, as he's speaking those words to the fake news so he knows people are listening, for these people who are fake and against him realize, yes, he has done this stuff. Not in a boastful way, but hey, like Paul said, you know, if I glory, if I become a fool, I glory. He's trying to get credit. I am an apostle, and that's all that Trump is doing. I don't see that as a Nebuchadnezzar moment. Look at this vast kingdom that I have built. God would have struck him down. He's looking for recognition that a man that has worked as hard as he is, as I told you, before he ran, he pulled the entire Trump family together and would not have ran unless he had 100% consent from his family. And they gave it to him. And what people don't realize this is that Don Jr. and the, the other brother, Eric. Eric, the whole family said, Dad, we're behind you 110%. We will, even if it causes us to lose our fortune, we are willing to do that. That has done not done been done by anybody but those who... 47, was it 47 signatures or 56 signatures on the Declaration of Penance? We pledge our wealth, our health, our, uh, all of it. And they lost it all but a few of them. So tell me the spirit and the motivation of that man. Kick him. Go ahead. Kick him. I'll tell you what. I said to this preacher this morning, I said, you know what? I'll tell you how to understand this deal real quick. And I said, uh, David commits adultery with a young girl, Bathsheba. Go do the chronological history. A lot of people are, are, are horrified when they hear this. She was the granddaughter of Ahithophel. Now, if you know by your Bible who Ahithophel was, that was the wise one that was counseled to Saul and also counseled to David. That man had some insight. He was very wise. His granddaughter. So pray tell me, do the math. How old do you think Bathsheba was? Yes. 
maybe as young as 15 years old. We'd call that today a pedophile. And then the worst of all, and that's why when Nathan came in, he says this, 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 there you go, little lamb. little lamb, you lamb, that's a young lamb. So the scripture is backing up my interpretation of that, that right there, right there for you. Murders a, one of his most loyal generals. So, okay guys, watch. Hi, my name is David. I'm going to teach you a word out of the Psalms today. <laughs> Let me read you that verse. <laughs> there you go. Do you, but do you see the ramifications here? And that's why I told you the problem. And I, I saw the, the Spirit lighted on you when I wrote those, when I read those words in 1 Corinthians. Who is Paul? Who is Peter? Who is Apollos? But men, and the problem we have today is men worship. Yes. And what we don't fail to realize is that God doesn't, not many noble, not many what? Wise. Wise are called, but God has chosen the what? Base. The base things. To confound the wise, number one. Didn't Trump not confound the wise? Oh my, he, 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 he demolished them. <laughs> exactly. And then number two, is that so that God gets the glory? It's not me, guys. It's I'm nothing. I am nothing. I am a big fat zero with the rim kicked out of it. Nothing. Oh yes. Be not mocked. Yep. Be not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. When you were talking about um, Trump being the way he is, boastful and yeah. and I couldn't help but just sitting here running through my own life, and I'm thinking, oh, if you only knew, if you, if you guys only knew. But God saved me, God loves me, and God that's, that's the greatest thing on the face of the earth, man. That's it, and Trump, as boastful as he is, or he appears to be, yep. he has been used. Lord willing, he'll be continued. Yes, and, and that's where I want to go today uh, for a brief moment. But with that said, Everything that I just told you, and by the way, this is the reason, is a very, very, could be terrifying for some people, why the Lord gives the disciples the outline of a pattern for prayer. I say the disciples, they say it's the Lord prayer, well, it's misnomer, the Lord didn't say forgive us, or whatever that, but when we go down there, after he says the prayer, then he says, then he says, and, the, and most people put this in the Lord's Prayer because that's what the Catholics do, and, and that is that where he says, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive others their trespasses. That's not in the actual Lord's Prayer. Do you know what is there? Forgive us our debts. Yeah. Do you not think that that's a very relative thing for this moment and hour? Do you not think that that may be very well be a very critical thing? Because as I told you before, when you read the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7, those things are the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration, or you might say, of Independence, of the Kingdom of Heaven. It has nothing to do with the church outside of anything that you read that, uh, that does not contradict what Paul said for you. You can take anything out of it, but be careful. 
He said, well, how do you know that? Well, I'll tell you what. What did Jesus say? That if in the, in the kingdom, he says, if thou shalt say thou fool, what will you be in danger of? The judgment. Counsel. Yeah, thou shalt be in danger of hell fire if you're angry at their brother for no cause. So if you say someone's a fool, if I say you're a fool, I'm in danger. Oh, then why did Paul say in 1 Corinthians 15, you Corinthians, you fools? Exactly. You foolish Galatians. He used it all the time. Jesus did all the time. So what the problem is, what people don't realize, that there's not going to be any, any bullying in the millennial kingdom. You see what I'm saying? That's where it is. I know that that entire t fulfillment of that, the principles can be applied as long as they do not contradict the Pauline, or you were taught by Paul. It's Paul's gospel that we're saved under. My gospel. And that day when he shall judge the secrets of men's hearts by according to my gospel. And they don't get that. It's not the gospel of the circumcision. It's the gospel of the uncircumcision. And there's a difference in, in some peculiarities. That's why Paul could say in Galatians, when the Judaites snuck in, he said, he said, I marvel that you're so removed from the gospel that I've, that I've taught you, which is not another gospel. You see what I'm saying? They're connected. But you've got to learn to divide the Word of God. You have to right divide, all right? That's for that. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Study, show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the Word of Truth, which is out of every Bible except your King James Bible, which is the most critical thing that you need when you start to open your Bible and try to understand it. Oh, that contradicted Paul. That needs to go here. That's someplace else. It's, it's just so simple, folks. But, you know, like I said, I can't, I'm blind you. I can't unblind you. It's God that gives the increase that Paul said when we talk about men. We want water, one plants, but God gives the increase. I, I can't help you. So with Trump, um, I knew he was God's man for the hour, and I have a message. I believe he's, he's a pattern of Josiah who drained the swamp, the greatest king that, that by God's accolades. I've taught, I've taught you about them. I'm almost tempted to go through some things here. He is the man-child of Revelation 12 and Isaiah 66 that God said he would raise a man up that would take and, and lift Israel up. Is he through yet? I don't think so. I'm telling you, I don't think so. Number three, he's not only a Josiah, he is a, the man-child of Revelation 12, and he's also a Cyrus. And you run those patterns in there, Trump is running true to, true to state. Now, uh, true to form. So, um, with that said, look at all the money that he has. I understand it's worth $4 billion. That's what the, the, the rumor is. So a lot of pesos, right? Do you think he could have run for president on his own if he did not have that kind of money? What, did he, what has he been saying recently? He said he will not take money from the Wall Street, excuse me, and he's like that because I don't want to be beholden to anybody. He said our campaign money has been raised from people, the average being $26. Do you not understand what's being done here? This is really a man of the people. And if you understood um, by Dr. Jerome Corsi, Trump was headhunted by American patriots in high levels of government and military and around the country, powerful people, to run because they knew that if Hillary come in, that it was over, the nation would be done. When we talk about prophets... Don't let me forget Enoch. With that said, when we talk about prophets, what were they first called in the Bible? Seer. 
Seers. Samuel. Seers. What does that mean, the word seer? They see things. I knew as I'm sitting watching the news that when I saw this right here come across the news, oh, That's when Vice President Trump's, uh, uh, Vice President Pence, his plane almost skidded off the highway into the, I think it was New Jersey where he was landing. And I looked at that, and, and I have more pictures where you can see the actual wheel went through the, the back, uh, what do you call it on the aircraft? The, the uh, no, um, the protection from going to bay is a big net, like a big net, safety net. And it was over, the, the nose was over on it, and it was resting on the ground on the nose of the plane on the end of the highway, uh, run runway. Uh, that happened uh, in 2016. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, when they were running. And I, I saw right here, see, I don't, see, make America great again, Trump Pence. And there's something in that name in itself. And so with that, with that said, I, I, what I see, what I saw was, oh, my God, this thing is important, Lord. That plane almost running over. You're, 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 and what I got from it was I felt like the Lord was, and there I go, feelings. i got to be careful. What was, was impressed upon me was the fact that that was a picture of where America's at. We're almost over the cliff. And how important this election was. And that's why I set out the fast. I got we got to get this right. Well, I know we got to get this right. So that's just some of the things. But don't you think we're going to go over the cliff? Yes. Well, let me give you my thoughts on it, okay? My thoughts. And I don't know. I, I, I'm like Paul in 1 Corinthians 9. I think I have the Spirit, but I say this. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that is this. There are two ways that this thing's going to go. And that is that, um, and this is why you need to pray for uh, Brother Trump. And he is a brother. I'm getting tired of people questioning his Christianity. If you've got two solid, three solid people who I trust their Christianity, telling me that he's saved and he's growing, he's a baby, then uh, then, then, then get off, get, get away from me, all right? I've, I've had enough of you, all right? And that's one thing you need to understand about him is if he's new in Christ, he's learning like everybody else. And I said to one uh, uh, preacher the, uh, this week, I said to him, you know, it's a terrifying thing to think about that if, if he is a newborn Christian, and he, I believe he is, that he's got to go through some things like we have. And what if it, this trial that he needs is for him to, you see what I'm saying, where I'm going with this? What if? And we'll witness things like that. So set that aside. It's only going to go two ways right now as we can see it. Number one, first of all, is that um, uh, in his heart and what I've seen in his face, I can't imagine being in his shoes to have a man that has been pummeled for four years like he has. Lied about, persecuted. You, you show me one man you know in your lifetime has gone through what he has. It's hell. Pure, utter hell. His family, boy, you, 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 you hit me, I'm no problem, man. I, I'll, you know, you, I'll be the last man standing or I'll, I'll go down like Custer. But boy, put your hands on my family. That's a tough thing right there. 
And 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 I and I I've said often that if that were me and I had all that money, you know what I'd say to you reprobates? To hell with you all. You deserve what you got coming. And take his money, fold out, shell his company, and go to some faraway island like that. But he's not that kind of man. And I believe he knows he has a calling on him. And Dr. Jerome Corsi said as he was headhunted, and Trump called people who he felt were spiritual people to pray for him. And he was going to run in 2012. But all the prayer people said he, they didn't get peace about it. And 2000, uh, when 2016 came up, they said, yes, this is the time. And so he's asking for prayer. And that's one of the most amazing things that people who are close to him say, he always, is there anything I can do for you, Mr. For you, Mr. Yes, just please pray for me. Pray for me. And they say he's so willing. You saw him when he was in that church in Nevada. What was the first thing he did? They said, let's pray for a president. He sits down, he hangs his head down, and he opens palm up. Oh, that's, an, that's a spiritual pygmy, huh? He opens his palms up. He's, he's, he's waiting to receive. What's wrong with people? What is wrong with people? They can't see. If you look at him now, you can even see a difference in his countenance. Yes, and I know what it is. Not the gray hair. Nah. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. He's got two fights, uh, two decisions, two roads ahead of him. The one is, is, is it the best for the country for me just to let the, the, the fraudulent election be stolen? Or do I take and do what I have my constitutional right as president to do? Which is, which is, all right, they won't do an audit. The count matters nothing. If they're going to run it through the same machine to check signatures that is set at a, uh, they're, they're all set it now, they, there's a setting where you can go up to 70, 90% where it's very exact, all right? But they turned it down to 40. They said, who in the world turned it, which it wasn't supposed to be. Unless they do an audit of those uh, votes, he's not going to win. So now he takes it to the state court. It goes to the Supreme Court of the states. And then eventually it'll go to the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the land, which Alan Dershowitz has put out two articles saying if Trump gets this thing to the Supreme Court and they hear it, he will win. And he will win by a landslide. So now you're seeing three steps. The auditing of the votes. And you see now, you, it's all out now with the Dominion. They're all connected to Biden, the Clinton Foundation. They got a guy who came in and actually designed it to do exactly what it did for this for this thing there to uh, Sidney Powell and Rudy. They, oh yeah, he says it. We did it. We did it. You're saying it. I'm caught. And how about the mafiosa boss man in Philadelphia? You guys, you won't hear this in the news. Did you see that? I don't know if I send it to you. Where the, where the mob boss in Philadelphia says, yeah, I was given $3 million by the Democratic Party to uh, falsify the votes. He said, I was paying uh, my people 1000 bucks an hour to falsify the, uh, the votes. And he said, I will come forward, I will testify and give evidence as long as President Trump will give me, grant me clemency, not only for this, but for what I've done in my past. I want to be a clean man. He said, I'd like to one day be able to go golfing with him. That was in a national newspaper. How come you haven't heard that on the newspaper? How come your preacher has not told you what's going on? How you see these are things that gives us gives us um, uh, items to pray about. You see what I'm saying? But the nuclear option that he has is, and it's happened twice in our history, is that he can call it to the House of Representatives to vote on it. And at that point in time, though there's almost 500 representatives in there, you don't get 500 votes. Like, uh, no, what it is is that each state has one vote. And basically, there are 37 Republican states 
controlled both on the state legislative part and the governor's side, and only 13 Democratic. So who do you think will win that battle? But whoa, whoa, okay, that phrase, it's obnoxious, I digress. <laughs> they use it all the time. It's like a big word, I digress. Well, no, no, that's, that's, it's been done twice. And that is what Trump says, I, I will call for a vote. But when, you, when I watched the little clip that someone sent me this morning of um, Lindsey Graham walking at the House floor of the Senate and gives old Kamala Harris a, a, a fist bump, it'll make you puke. Yeah. And, and, and then you start seeing these Republican rhinos coming out and saying, no, he needs to concede, even with all this stuff coming out. And if you'd and if you'd watch the, um, the, um, the 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 part of the the, the interrogation yesterday uh, uh, on these guys uh, Zuckerberg sucker sucker s Zuckerberg and uh, and and that devil worshipper um, Jack Dorsey, um, you find out they they talked about oh Lord please bring it back, um, what was the program that they were using that that Zuckerberg when Josh brought it up to him, he was da dancing all the way around, was what they have a program that, that uh, goes across the um, uh, Google. Cruz brought it up, didn't he? No, well, he, maybe I didn't see his testimony, but uh, uh, Josh's last name, oh, Holly, he brought it up. It's called, I think it begins with an O. Yes, so, so, yeah, that basically is a program that was written that takes all the information that you're posting on fa Facebook, all the information you're posting on uh, Twitter, and of course they know what you're doing on Google, what you're searching, and even your emails, and it crosses like that, and it brings to them a data point that tells you, this guy's a problem, this one was a problem, and that's how they use to make these decisions, but they're communicating, and so I'm, well, I, I don't know, I haven't heard, I don't, I'm not familiar with that. Familiar. Yeah. Yes, he's got it flashed like that. Cruz had that, he was Big drawing right behind him there. Yeah. So what's happened is exactly uh, the dumb dogs, preachers in the pulpit, that's the pillar and ground of truth. Let me say that again. The pillar, the pillar, the pillar and ground of truth in our country have lying down, sleeping, not saying they, they can't bark. They should be telling the people about this. I don't care if it splits your church. Tell the truth. That's what this is all about here, folks. It's about telling the truth. Jesus said, I, for this cause I came in the world to bear witness of the truth. And it's not just 316, ladies and gentlemen. It's everything. And if you think, well, the preacher, I told him yesterday that I said, do you think that a preacher should be involved in this kind of stuff? Oh, hogwash. Hogwash. Your mother's mustache. For God's sake, help us. How do you think that Jeremiah could write what he did about the prophecies about the nations like Babylon and Damascus and all that stuff like that if he didn't have any understanding about geopolitics. They understood some things. Christians, you know, I love it that when Waters World was first starting out, he'd go out in the street and he says, well, who is, the, who is this? And yeah. Yeah. See, Hosea 4.6, my people are what? destroyed for lack of knowledge. And who's responsible for them to get that knowledge? The church, the pillar and ground of truth. Now this church, Philadelphia, 
may never grow any more than 35, 50 members, maybe 100, 120. But the power that we have, ladies and gentlemen, will be through our Roman road today, which is the digital highway. And that's where we'll reach. Because as um, this right here says right here is an absolute lie, and this will tell you right off the bat, if anybody tells you that there's a great awakening coming, a revival in days, that man's deceived. Now, there's going to come a great awakening, which is what I came out of that 1998 uh, sabbatical was. I said, uh, there'll be awakening in the last days, but it will be a political awakening, not a true spiritual awakening. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing the people loving their country and stuff like this. And, uh, and yet, uh, they don't realize that the reason we're having the problems is because God's angry at us and he's, he's chastening this nation. He's judging it. And um, with... Uh, Who's that? God? Oh, no, I, exactly. Well, here's, here's the deal on that. You're so right. You are. That's what I, that's what I feel. Um, here we go. Where, where is, oh, my Lord, please. It's mystery Babylon. Yeah, and I'll, I'll show you where I believe we're going here. Um, the, uh, Jesus, help me, Lord. Um, is this what I was... Large archon here. Um, no. Um, <sighs> I'm sorry. Um, give me one second here. Um, I want to show a picture, a snapshot of... Um, it's not coming up here. Um... Give me one second, guys. I don't know. I'll just skip on real quick. Uh, no, 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 no. It's in this. It's in this news thing. When I was writing an article, um, it's it's in there. I just can't remember where I put it. Uh, my wife says I am so organized. I'm disorganized, and that's true. That's a true statement. Um, anyways, all right, forget it. So with with that said, um, the um, the deal is right here. As many know, part of my daily Bible reading and study always starts with one of the chapters in the book of wisdom, Job through Song of Solomon. Profoundly, uh, I always find significant, timely instruction in them, more than the news and talking heads via the MSM and tech platforms. How can I not? The spirit of truth speaking through the word of truth. My reading today was Proverbs 21. The verse first is powerful. And it says, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. So when you look at Trump's face, I'm not sure if I'm seeing disillusionment or he knows what he's going to have to do, which is not going to be pretty. He's going to, he's going to be damned if you do, damned if you don't. Trust me. Either way, um, is, is, ladies and gentlemen, Trouble is coming to the United States. If he pulls the nuclear option, is what I'm calling it, and brings it to the Senate or to the Congress, and he wins, oh my Lord! Exactly. And um, and I uh, again. But if Biden pushes too hard, well, that's it. Correct. Did you? 
Yep, exactly. So e either way, it's coming. So if he, he says, I'll, run, I'll, I'll, I'll step down and I'll run in 2028. Oh, 24. 20. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Um, and, um, and, and. Yeah. No, and and you cannot explain that man's energy and power save the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And and when I look at Trump, I, I've told I told you guys this often. I said uh, the Bible tells you he 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 acts. What, what do you think a rich man is to act like? Well, the Lord tells you in the book of Psalms. He said the uh, the, the the rich man speaketh gruffly, gruffly. Yeah, you go do this now, not like this. But watch this. He said, the poor with entreaties. Oh, please, please, can I, can I? See what I'm saying? That's, that's Trump. He's authority. I mean, come on, man. You send him $4 billion. You build empires. I mean, come on. How do you expect him to spend? And then, you know, I mean, so there's so much to it. So I t tell Christians to get a grip. And, and, and besides that, um, in, um, in, in, in Daniel chapter 5, um, the Lord is very clear about these people, who he chooses, um, He says, uh, uh, Daniel chapter 5, verse 21, um, it says, as Nebuchadnezzar said, look at all I've built. And God says, okay, man, <laughs> you're going down for seven, here for seven years. <clears throat> and he humbled them. And then it says here, and he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like beasts. His dwelling place was with the wild asses. They fed him with the grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of the heavens till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men and that he appointed it over, he pointed over it whomsoever he will. And then there's the other place where he says that he raises up the, the vilest of men. The vilest of men. Uh, Daniel uh, 4.17. 4.17. Um, uh, it says that... Uh, uh, the, in the middle of the verse 17, the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will. That includes Hitler. That includes Lenin. Right. That includes Stalin. Stalin um, Mao. All right. Pol Tot. That includes all of them. See, folks can't understand that. Now, let me give you a little relevant. Uh, Obama. Obama. <laughs> yes, which I thank God for him now because he's the one, because of was watching him, realize. Awakening, exactly. And I had a lot of repenting to do. I hated. I prayed for God to kill that man. Kill him, Lord. Kill him. You know, seriously. I prayed for God to kill him, and I had to repent because I'm not to pray that way. First uh, Timothy two one. Pray for those in high office that we may live peaceably. So when you could take that, when you look at Trump, do you think it would be good for us personally that we can worship, get back to church? Yes. So he says, pray that we may live peacefully. There's your scriptural basis to pray for Trump to get a second term. But moreover this, I would say this, is I don't think he's, I don't think God's through with him yet. I'm, I, can't, I can't pray that he gets a second term because I don't know if that's God's Well, here's the thing. But you, say, but you always, the caveat is at the end of it, you say, Lord... Nevertheless, be thy will, uh, world, uh, thy will be done. Now, here's the other thing. Is the first I keep quoting the people, and, and, uh, and I have a little saying I say, and they laugh at it, but there's a lot true in it, is this. 
We know the Antichrist can't reveal himself. We won't know who he is until the temple's built, the third temple. Right? So if I, I told uh, folks, I said, now if I had enough money, if say if I was worth, uh, you know, $80 billion, uh, I'd pay off all the Palestinians. I'll give you a, a million apiece and just let me build a, let, build a temple. And I'd build it. Because you don't want to know why? Because now I'm going to do what Peter said. He says that basically we as Christians, he says looking for, and watch it, hasting, hasting, H-A-S-T-I-N-G, hasting unto the coming of the Lord. Does anybody know what the word hasting means? Hearing about. So uh, if I were to vote for uh, Biden, which I can't, because he's a baby killer, he's a murderer. So I can't vote for him, so my choice is only obviously narrowed down for me. It has to be Trump. So... But I know voting for Trump, if uh, for Biden, say, for instance, he said, I am pro-life, that would mostly hasten the destruction. You know, get, get it going. Do you see where I'm going? People don't think sometimes. They don't think that the, the, the end road here. So um, I don't think that Trump is, uh, God is through with Trump yet. But I think that the thing that he has we need to pray for is, Lord, guide his heart. He's going to make the right decision. Because if he does what the, the nuclear option is, I know for a fact there's a reason why he fired Esper. There's a reason why he fired that re real uh, recent guy yesterday because this was the guy who was supposed to be in the uh, homeland. Krebs. Yes, Krebs, Krebs. Because this guy was overseeing the voting machines. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, it's so deep. Yeah. And, and so people don't realize, and you have to follow these things, and that's why I feel bad that I'm bombarding you with all these texts and emails because I want you to see because you're not hearing it on the news. And, and consequently, so that not uh, to, to rah, rah, rally the, you know, make America great. No, no, it's for, for you to, to know what's going on and know what to pray about. And I, above all things, cannot be partaker with the thief as I sent you out that message and allow Biden, as I told this preacher this morning, to steal this election without saying word. The Bible says in Leviticus, or, or Leviticus, that if I see a thief doing this and I don't do it, he said, I will bear his iniquity. I'm not going to bear Biden's iniquity. So I'm going to be vocal about it. I will speak on it. It's my duty as a Christian first and then as an American. Does that mean? Like the watchman. The watchman. Like, um, yes. You're a watchman. If you see the trouble and you don't say anything about it, you're guilty. Yes. So here we are. I don't know what the answer is, folks. I don't, I don't know anything further than what I can only take you further is what God has shown me. I feel sometimes, as I have for the last six months, and I told you that God is watching closely our hearts. Our hearts. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? That's us. Our foundations are being destroyed. What can the righteous do? He says, the Lord is on his throne the Lord is in heaven, David says, and then he says, and his eyelids trieth the children of men. And then the next verse says, and he trieth the righteous. He's trying us to see what we will do. He's trying us. There are righteous people in this room here right now, I'm telling you. I know that. They're righteous people. And you say, well, boy, I tell you, if you knew me. No, I knew Lot. I knew Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah, and his testimony was so lousy that when the angels said, if you've got Ken here, you better go tell him because sunrise up, 
boy, it's done. And basically, uh, he went to his son-in-laws and his daughters and his sons, and he said, listen, and the testimony of Lot was, he seen as one that mocketh. <laughs> well, hey, Lot, man, you've been in the hoochie, brother, man, uh, dad. Uh, come on, man, you sound crazy. What do you mean get out of here? Come on, man, we're all sleeping here. Get out of here. Got to work in the morning. His testimony wasn't very strong. Now, I'll guarantee you, if Gary Crisp and my family walked in and said that, it'd be straight up, brother, straight up, like a military drill. They would know that because I'm living it, and I'm preaching it, and I'm teaching it. But Lot didn't. He sat at the gate with us. In fact, when you saw those those sodomites coming after Lot, uh, what, what, what take, did, my take my daughter, but what did he say about this? He said, brethren... He called them brethren. Be do not this wicked thing, brethren. He called them brethren. Are you kidding me, man? Do you, you see what I'm saying? The condition he was in, he was all nicey, lovey-dovey. You know, he'd have fit right in well with Laodicea. But what Peter said about Lot was, yes, that righteous man vexed his soul day by day by their unlawful deeds. So don't tell me about your goodness or your badness or your external thingies of all the stuff that you think makes you righteous. I'll tell you what makes you righteous is the disposition of your heart towards the Word of God, towards Him. That's what makes you righteous. And so, with that said, um, those are the two things, the directions. I don't know. If he's going to complete Joshua, I mean, uh, Josiah, Pattern, who drained the swamp of his day, then he hasn't quite done it yet. Although there's been thousands of arrests. If you go to Q, there's how many names? I mean, it, there's 200,000 unsealed indictments. Right so. now, the average is about 5,000 DOG a year. 5,000. There's over 200,000 sealed indictments right now that has been caused since Trump took office. We have. No, I believe with my heart and soul is as we understand that a few things had to happen. First of all, the crimes that have been committed are so horrific that they said that only that 60% of the American people could not even grasp or understand. Yeah, especially if you didn't see it. See it. it yeah. To see, see it. it. Exactly. Seeing is exactly. Number two was that basically by... Um, causing the people to research, where are people getting factual news now? They're getting it from citizen journalists on the, on the radio who are finding the articles and stuff like that. Guys, don't, don't let me go past uh, 10. Um, I have got to be out of here, right? How much time? Huh? Got 20 All right. And with that said, is that um, it said every legal I had to be dotted and every T has to be crossed. And it says that basically when this is not going to be an O.J. Simpson kangaroo court trial tried in the media and then plus also all the judges had to be replaced that were in there that would have let these guys slide trump keeps telling you these things and people are not connected no exactly <laughs> and and basically um with that said and then the bringing about the public awareness that's why have you ever wondered why he let all those riots just take place because he's allowed the american people who would have never come to his side to see for themselves, this is not what I want. I don't like him, but I don't want that. 
And that's what's happening. And so consequently, if he had to start perp walking, can you imagine the news media? You think there's trouble now? My word, the Department of Justice, military have just arrested Obama. Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton have just been arrested. Do you, oh my, can you see that live on CNN? There go rabid, rabid. And I think that, that the timing has to be right. And so if he gets in the second term, then I believe that, and I've always said that, everything that we have hoped and want to see uh, take place, that they will, they will be taken down. And as it, they keep saying, nothing can stop what's coming. Nothing can stop what's coming. And I believe that Trump, and I know that when I look at his face, is it, is it him looking around and seeing all these people, these Ju uh, Judases, Judas goats he's got around him, or these Brutuses around him? Is it, is it the American public that uh, are questioning him? Is it the rhinos that, that just, you know, said, ah, oh, come on, just give up the election, let's go on, let's, you know, go along to get along? I think he looks at that, I think he's dismayed. But I think the thing with, well, they're saying now 1.7 million people showed up in Washington, D.C. He sees those people, and he said he's fighting for the people. I can't see him stopping now. I don't see him. The only way to stop him is if the Lord has him taken out, which is in the cards. It's in the cards. So, um, I don't think Israel is where she's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't think that. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I, and I can't imagine, I, did you ever, did you see the, the uh, conversation, I, I don't know where I caught it, was where Trump was in the Oval Office talking to Netanyahu, and uh, basically uh, the uh, conversation was, well, uh, again, another four years, I'm sure you'd rather see me than Sleepy Joe, and you expected out of Netanyahu, yeah, most sure he didn't say anything, he went on to the next subject. Yeah, and he was one of the ones, Netanyahu, congratulated President-elect Biden. Now, people who did not elect him as uh, congratulated was Putin, uh, the Saudi Arabians. I don't think, when well, the Saudi Arabians caved, uh, but uh, uh, China's president and others, many of the, the main leaders, because they know the deal, what's going on with this stuff. And so we know, um, my Lord, I'll tell you, did you see Louis Gumart, Gomart? Uh, his testimony uh, that uh, he's the congressman from Texas and he's a godly man, a very godly Christian man. Uh, uh, and he, uh, he's the one that came in re and revealed that basically they had a raid in Germany, the army did, to grab the computer for this voting system deal. And then people were saying, no, the army doesn't uh, do that. Well, there was an army guy who was there and he came out and he saw that. He says, yeah, they do do it. We were there and, uh, and stuff like this. Yeah. Written in the executive order. Yes. Wasn't it an executive order? Was that the one, the executive order that Trump did, or was that referring to something else? Oh, that was referring to this, is that if there were any voting irregularities or found, um, oh, yeah. yeah, during uh, the, the election, he wrote an executive order back in February yeah. saying that these people who were involved in it, uh, that basically it's, it's a federal, I mean, it's, 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 it's on the level of, of a crime that will be treason, uh, is on treason. That's why when the, all the people of Dominion get out, did you see the report last night? Hundreds are quitting the company and they're leaving, yeah. pulling down their, oh yeah. Oh, yeah pulling down if, their, 
Yeah. Their social media sites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they, now they know, uh-oh, uh-oh. And, and they've been outed. And, and that's why Paul, why Trump says, read his tweets. That's where you go for the truth. Caught him. Red-handed. And, uh, and so, anyways, um, it's, it's, it'll, it'll be glorious. So we will see that. And so when I see and I hear the Bible say that as in the days of Noah and as in the days of Lot, so shall it be. He wasn't talking about the sin. He was talking about the, the prosperity Marrying, giving marriage, they were buying, selling, building, planning, eating, drinking, enjoying life. life. Does that sound like where we're at right now? Because then he goes, the Lord says, and they knew not. Everybody's looking right now, brothers and sisters. They knew not. Are we there? Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, when they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction. They didn't see it coming. Are we there yet? No, we're not there. Now, I say to Johnny, and I said to others, now, we could have had that peace. That might be that, yeah, or that could be that big economic boom if, if the short term. But in my gut, I'm just telling you, I don't think we're there yet. Even if, if, if Trump says, you know, I'm walking away because, you know, he, he doesn't do it. I don't think that's going to happen. But if he does and we get Biden, I told Johnny, I'm good. I get another four years to serve the Lord, and I, I feel that things, and probably I'll close up with this uh, in this ministry, uh, we'll, we'll see some things, because now I've been warning like a prophet for four years. I've been warning like a prophet for four years, and consequently, um, I feel like um, as the church was uh, um, officially constituted last Wednesday, that uh, I feel in a sense a, a spirit of, of, of of a pastoral spirit, where my ministry will, will change and, be, and and take on that form. Now, I'll still have that prophetic side to me and actually may have special classes or or um, have a um, camp meeting where I go over things and Johnny and I would have like a month to prepare for things like that. We're still going to be reaching people. You see what I'm saying? But uh, I feel like uh, it was to get people's hearts ready. Your heart, my heart, all you guys that have heard me, uh, you know, all the guys that have been here, you know, um, uh, Boyce and, and um, Jim and all those folks, and, and to get them ready. And, um, and if we get another four years, I'm, I'm rejoicing. I told Johnny yesterday, I said, I feel, I feel just happy. Can you imagine? I feel happy. I feel happy because I'm just going to keep continuing on. And it's like the Lord's almost got us prepared. If it, the worst comes with Biden, you think we're going we're gonna to go rent a building someplace in the corner? <laughs> No, God's already done this. I'm ahead of the. I'm I'm, I'm ten thousand light years ahead of him because I listened to the Lord. Didn't know why. It just sounded good to me. Okay, but we're we're prepped, and uh, and so um, we're, we're I'm ready either way. So, um, and, and you know, uh, and I and I for the first time in my my life, uh, or for a long time, I've lost the desire to go home, because I feel like there's too much work to be done. There's more work to be done. And that's not in a carnal way. I just feel there's more work to be done. I'm telling you, Paul, I'm torn between the two, betwixt two. To be with the Lord, which is far better, or to stay here with you. And I feel like the spirit of the latter has been that. But the, the spirit of the latter has never been on me. Lord, what are you going to around? Lord, get me away from these people. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, um, and I know what you guys are getting here is meat. And I know what you're getting here is truth. And I know what you're getting here 
is helping you guys and grow and stuff like that. And so um, uh, we'll continue on. We'll carry on. Uh, we'll obey the or last orders from headquarters that we got. Amen. And uh, yes, sir. Yes. And say, I want to vote. He lose uh, the last the, the second to the last nuclear step would be he loses the Supreme Court. They don't they don't hear his case or they disagree with him. Then by the twelfth amendment of the Constitution, uh, he can go to the House and call it. It's done been done twice, and uh, you know so it, it, it's there. But he, I look at his face and imagine being in a situation to say, all right, if I call this. You know, they're going to, it's just, oh, Lord, you, you can see it coming. These people that are out there are demonically possessed. They're evil, pure evil. And um, it may come, and here we are. Here we are. The American Christian Patriots Dilemma. Where will I stand? What will I do? What is encouraging, and I'm hoping, can you imagine this? Now, this is going on tape, and this is dangerous, what I'm about to say. But the Bible, the Bible, <laughs> um, Declaration of Penance, but I'm just thinking how I'm going to phrase this. It gives us the right to dissolve this government, and it's to another one. And it talks about exactly when it becomes tyrannical. This is tyrannical. And, correct, yep. And thank God that basically uh, uh, that uh, that sheriff they had on last night up in New York, New York. yeah, he said, man, I, the people come out and they said, uh, my, my wife and I had an argument about it, uh, about something last night. And he says, well, about what? About Thanksgiving. Well, what about Thanksgiving? He didn't know this guy. This is one of the men who he's talking to his sheriff. And he says, well, uh, my, my wife is saying, no, we can't, we can't go over uh, our son's house for Thanksgiving because, uh, you know, the, the governor said no. And, uh, and he said, besides that, the police are going to come in. They're going to ticket us and, and arrest us. And, and, the, and the, uh, the sheriff said, that will never happen. And most people don't realize this. The, governor, uh, the sheriff in a county has more power than the governor. Did you know that? Yeah, he has more power than the governor. So you got a good sheriff here right now. I mean, I don't care what people say. I had this stuff like that. But uh, uh, I've had personal conversations with them. And um, they're, they're definitely constitutional-minded people. So what happens if the patriots gather together and say, you know what, we're taking you down, we're taking you out? Maybe a citizen's arrest. Would, would the governors, um, would the, uh, the sheriff and the police said, you know what, I see what's going on here. Um, you, you're going to go in there and take the governor out of his office, out of his, uh, his mansion? He says, uh, um, oh, it's coffee break. It's lunchtime for me. I'll see you in about an hour. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Could that in reality actually happen? It could, but would it, would it? I don't know, man. Not for light and transient offenses. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So. Um, endure as much as you can endure. Yep. You know, yep. Don't be quick to. to exactly. Yes, and more than anything else is what I know and believe that God has to give us a man. He has to give us a man.
And uh, other than that, it'll it'll be chaos. You'll have all these little militia groups. It'll be Mad Max all over again. You know, the postmen all over again. You know, and I, I'm not ready for that. I mean, if the Lord puts us in there, fine, I'm ready, I guess. But um, I foresee really true prosperity coming. If he comes in, did you did you understand the problem that they were having with his nominee for the Federal Reserve? Oh, it's because uh, she says we should return her her, her ideology uh, is is contrary to what they want. That we should return to the gold standard. Oh, wow. That there's really not a need for a central bank. Oh man. Oh yeah, she had I three like three. Yeah, exactly. They're not like Yeah, that. and no, the interest no. being charged that it should be zero. Oh yeah, and so that's why they had a fit with her. All right, oh, so. Uh, I should. I don't. I'm a fearful of sending you guys things because I don't want to overwhelm you. And trust me, I, I, I started to do it like I do with some of you folks. I, I I'll do it at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock, and I think, what if they got their phone on? What's you know. Thing, <coughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll read it in the morning. <laughs> we don't either. I turn it off. Yeah. I turn it off. And so good. All right, then I can all. Uh, and and brother, I need your cell phone too because I got your email. But um, and uh, and and so consequently, guys, we're really in a good place. And I hope you. I hope you see that. You know, let uh, what does the Henry always say? Let not your heart be troubled. And uh, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Great show, Sean. I'll tell you who the great show is. Is Tucker Carlson. Well, did you hear his announcement? Uh, yes. Yes, and the reason being was, and see, I, I didn't. Yes. Yeah, and he's the big boy now. Yeah, he's the big boy now. But here's what happened: was I sent some of you the the Twitter words uh, and Fox has said we must be in trouble. He said they uh, Fox has brought in uh, critical management. Yeah. Yeah. Damage control because of what they had done. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, and so consequently, what I'm telling you that for is that um, that uh, Tucker Carlson announced yesterday. Now it was whatever Monday was. Monday was. He said now there's been a lot of rumors about that Tucker Carlson's leaving, which you know Newsmax I'm sure has offered him. Oh, yeah, and 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 as well as Sean Hannity, they got a place to go. And then, I, I don't know if I've sent you the article where Trump actually had been talking about starting his own media corporation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <what's that? laughs> uh, uh, see, what's that? that yeah, oh, and, and a fire sale, they're saying. That it's, it's, oh, oh, wouldn't that be the, oh, wouldn't that, that would be like the testimony, that would be like the testimony of Bill when he got this place here with these reprobates over here. Oh, exactly. And it'll be TNN. <laughs> yeah. and, but you know and, and so we can see things because when I look at how the end Bible is painted I don't see that right now I see a, a forerunner I see a prototype now it could be but and that doesn't stop the Lord coming for the church anytime alright don't, don't get that don't get me wrong on that but I see that it's got to be really good eating drinking we can't do that now uh, or Thanksgiving's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, and, and we'll know as I told you guys by between Passover and next Pentecost, yeah. you'll you'll know exactly what the deal is. And so, uh, what are we worried about? Oh, Enoch. Oh, 
five minutes. Can you do it? Yes, can? yes. When, when, when you look at Matthew 24, and Jesus gives the list of all the signs, there's a thought that nobody has really thought about, and I brought this out to you folks, but I know I give you so much that it just, this is too much to, to hold, is that basically that what if the Lord keyed that generation? Because, all right, yeah, the, the Israel is blossomed, but God has always keyed the generation off on a man. You say, how so? He keyed it off. Enoch, and more than his son, Methuselah. When he shall die, it shall come. That was a flood. What if Trump is the one that God's king, that entire, this entire generation? If you understand my message on the man-child, he's a man that God said that he would raise up that was meant to rule the world, but he was caught up. That's the very phrase of rapture. He was caught up. We and then was alive shall be caught up. Same thing. What if the trumpet, the trumpet, the trump of God, what if Trump is, is the key person, our Methuselah? It's very possible. And when you start looking at his life coming into office, 70 years old, seven months old, seven days over. Old 777, when he was sworn into office on the 21st, in the Hebrew year of five brackets, 777. Born 500, uh, 500, days be 500 days before Israel became a nation, on Flag Day in America, on a blood moon... I say, go ahead, kick him. Kick him. You're, you're, you're kicking God's anointed. Don't kick against the goat. Amen, <laughs> amen. So what I'm trying to tell you guys, there's much to pray for. And if you don't think that your prayers, have your will has anything to do with God's answering prayer, come on, get a grip. You're, you're further along than that. You know your prayer and your will has everything to do how God answers, especially the righteous remnant. Plead for this nation. Plead for this nation. Amen? Amen? Father, thank you for the word this morning. Please bless it to their hearts. Help us now in Jesus' name as you go away. More than anything else, help us to be salt and light. And because these dumb dogs have not barked, the salt has sauced its sever. And now what you said would happen is being nothing, good for nothing to be cast out and trodden over men. Uh, we're being cast out and we are being trodden over. Uh, Strip bars can, can meet and have fun and, and, and do all that wickedness, but churches can't. Uh, people, churches can't, uh, meet, families can't meet for uh, Thanksgiving dinner and can't sing. Uh, but you know, Lord, the, the protesters in the streets can do it. Something's terribly wrong. We know it. We see it. American people see it. Open thou our eyes. And we pray, Lord, if it be thy will, my desire is that we have just a little more time I know it'll be a brief time. It's not going to stop what's coming, Lord, but you can delay and put things off as far as judgment and recompense the wickedness of this nation as you have so many times. If it be thy will, Lord, what's best? I want to come home. I want to see you. I want to see the wickedness stop. But in the same instance, Lord, a thing that I feel that all of us miss is people are going to hell. They're going to burn, Lord. And there are those who are just not Seeds of the serpent. There are people in the middle who really don't know or understand. 
And I pray that you'll just help us to reach them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. amen. Uh, we won't be here next week. Okay. Amen. <laughs> no, you can't. We're going can't, can't do it. Sorry. Denied. Denied. Let's not stand in front of me then. <laughs> if, if there's any donations at all, just give them to either Brother Glenn or, or Brother Johnny. Um, I forgot to bring the box this morning.